1: Welcome to a very sexy episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters, who is the other sexy half of this podcast, is laughing over there because I'm using the word sexy to intro who we are and what we do.
2: Uh, I mean, I'm definitely the least sexy, so I will...
0: (laughs)
1: So is that why you're laughing?
2: Huh? Is
1: that why you're laughing?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought you maybe were just having like a 12-year-old moment where I go, sexy, and you're like, hee, hee, hee,
2: hee. It's gonna get erotic guys it's gonna get uncomfortable
1: but <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm already laughing about it well
1: i have to tell you yeah i don't know if this is what's causing you discomfort is it the fact that we have invited a third party into our bedroom
2: a third wheel into our bedroom
1: is that what is that what it is though
2: yeah like the the porn music starts playing and stuff no
1: and not not
2: not just like a random stranger we didn't like you know, put an ad on Craigslist or Mm-mm. something for this. No,
1: it's so much better when it's somebody you know.
2: We, we went, we went across the country to a little town called Indicot, New York. It's my buddy Nick from Epic Film Guys, Nicholas. How are you doing this evening, sir?
0: I'll let
3: you set the pace, (laughs) cause I'm not thinking straight, (laughs) my head's spinning around, I can't see clear no more, what are you waiting waiting for? for? (laughs) That was amazing. I love you guys, it's great to be here, it's time to get sexy, Chrissy, (laughs) keep quiet. Hey Justin, how you doing? We, we were just talking before we,
2: we started recording, and Chrissy's like, Nick hasn't been on the show yet, has he? I was like, no, only on the drafts. And then Nick is like, oh, yeah, let's get this on, <laughs> finally. Of all of
1: the debut episodes to come in on. So
2: <sighs> Nick, uh, if, if anyone's never heard Nick on, on one of the drafts, Nick has uh, A-plus opinions on movies, guys. A-plus, always right on. 100%. Always, one hundred percent, going with the flow. <laughs> Nick Haskins loves everything, you know.
1: Nick, I don't know if you know this, but your reputation precedes you. The sunshine
2: you. on his chest, like yeah. all the time, just emanating <laughs> from his chest. I almost everything. feel like
1: a stalker because I feel like I know so much about you just based on what I've heard, and you're like the most brightest, sunshiny ray of rainbow sunshine I've ever met.
3: I feel like it's because there's a dark cloud that probably centers centers over winner's head every time I'm (laughs) on a draft or anything like that. And he's probably just like, man, I fucking hate everybody. Fuck this.
1: Fuck you. Fuck you. Especially fuck you. Uh,
2: Nick and I love Lost. Nick is the man man in black and I'm uh, I'm Jacob. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us. You get to be our quirk tonight. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect. So speaking of perfect, so we uh, Chrissy and I last year on on the show, we started our ep- our uh, fifty shades of gray journey by watching the first movie <laughs> with I think Wild, Wild things, things was at the what time. we yeah,
1: accompanied with.
2: Uh so we, we watched that last year and then I think like a month or two after that, I had been hounding Nick to to watch it. I'm like, dude, you've got to see this movie. And I think I said, he's like, no. And I'm like, I'll even watch it again and talk talk about it on your podcast. I
1: remember when you did that because you were watching it again. I came home. I'm like, are you really watching Fifty Shades again? We already recorded that podcast. No, Chrissy. Put put
2: on your pants. And I'm like, but it's for Nick.
3: (laughs) It even goes one step further than that because, of course, I always love to troll people over on twitter especially the people that i love so much like justin so when he posted originally that you guys were doing the movie i was like that's justin's favorite movie and then he was like (laughs) watch it nick fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and basically threw the gauntlet down at me and i picked it up and i said fine and yes he came over to epic film guys it was just about 10 months ago i actually listened to it earlier today just so i could kind of hear where we were so long ago, listening and, and talking about the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie, and I actually, if you'll if you'll indulge me for one moment, I actually queued up something very special for you. Oh no! This is what I said. This is what I said during that episode when we started talking about the movie. Are you are you ready?
1: Oh, indulge. Oh, I'm go so, away. Oh, so
3: ready. All right, here we go. I'm trying so hard, guys. I'm trying so hard. Let me tell you what your face reminded me of, Justin. It reminded me (laughs) of my face when I watched a film earlier this evening called Fifty Shades of Gray. That's how good it is. Now just that just here, for shits and giggles, the next time we decide for you to come on the show or for me to go on your show, whatever we do, can it be under better circumstances? Can it not be because one of us trolled the other and we were like, fuck you, no, you watch it too. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and here we are, here we are, ten months later, and what are we covering? What are we covering tonight on your show?
2: Oops. I don't wanna live
0: forever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't even know the the, the the words.
1: they don't matter? The great thing is that
3: you were you did come back on the show for our Christopher Nolan Megasode, which was great. We got to talk about our mutual love of Dunkirk, and you know that was really great. I but, mean that's that's yeah.
2: just that's nothing compared to the, the Fifty Shades movies. No, it's not. To, it's not. You have to admit. So nothing is. So so knowing uh, Nick Nick was down to continue his journey uh, of the Fifty Shades movie, we also this past week continue ours and. We reached the climax, Chris. We did just last night. We, we were freed <laughs> just last night. Nick, you you reached the cl- you climax this morning. When did you climax? It was it was this morning. Yep. <sighs> See, different strokes for different folks. Sometimes, sometimes it's late at night, or sometimes it's in the morning. But
1: Nick, did you feel the need to backpedal and really get like that extra? little bit going before you went full climax because justin did justin went back and again watched 50 shades the first one that again we covered and you I guys covered it. i skimmed it he decided to go back and watch that one too
2: i, skimmed,
3: I actually watched i skimmed i skimmed through the <laughs> sex scenes and i watched like the the, the dialogue scenes <laughs> oh so you, so you watched like seven minutes of the movie then okay it was easy yeah it
2: was super simple
3: all I did was listen to our episode that we did. I, I literally just listened to it. I was just watching the dishes waiting for you guys to get online. And I decided to just run back through what we had recorded talking about it. And I was angry during that episode. <laughs> Man. Well, you know, I don't want to start angry, guys. I don't want to start
2: angry. Not so today. That's why I have a special surprise that I've I've already told Chrissy <gasps> about or alluded no. to to Chrissy. I don't know she doesn't know, what know what's about. coming. And Nick has no idea because... Ooh.
3: Nick loves surprises. Is this a mystery snack challenge? Is there a package outside my door? <laughs> Wouldn't Jingles! that be amazing? Oh my God. You know, if it's I tropicals, were- <laughs> isn't it?
2: <laughs> dude, if I was Christian, dude, if I was Christian Gray, it'd be like a doorman. He's like, Come to this plane out right outside Nicholas Haskins and we'd fly you here and then we'd have like mac and cheetos or something together, you know. Yes. Like, like Lady and the Tramp. Like, you have one side, I have the other, and Chris is just like <laughs> watching us.
1: But Justin <laughs> would make you sign a contract first. He's very by the book that way.
2: Dude, I hate contracts, man. I know. No rules. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs>
1: oh no, he can't
2: I'm even write I Don't even want to know. <laughs> so here is what we're gonna do, guys, because we're because we're talking about uh, Fifty Shades Ooh. Darker and Fifty Shades Freed tonight. I thought it'd be nice to, you know, have a little uh, foreplay. You know, oh start start the start the music going you know just get get wow. in the mood <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what the perfect way to get in the mood tonight for these two movies are a little sexy would you rather you guys up for Ooh. sexy sexy would you rather
1: when am I not up for sexy when would you
2: rather I am exactly. man exactly, so I've got about ten sexy would you rather questions everyone can play at home um this uh, it it might get uncomfortable with some of these guys, so let's start with number one guys. Would you rather have sex with someone who never showers or someone who never brushes their teeth?
1: (gasps) This one's Um, Never brushes their teeth. No. Somebody who knew. Yeah, never mind. Somebody who never brushes their teeth. I rethought it. We're good.
2: You could just do the the call girl. Like no no kissing. Mm How about you? How about you? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Nope. That one's easy. This one's kind of weird. So would you rather walk around the supermarket in your underwear or walk around the mall with a strap on?
1: Uh. I'm walking with a strap on.
0: <laughs>
3: I have no shame. Justin for knows this.
2: For real? Is, is it? They? I mean, they didn't clarify. Is it just a strap on? See, or I, I was going to say, I have questions. Can I wear
1: a coat? Because if so, strap on. Then I'll flash people. Then you're and really gonna walk
2: around out. flashing people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, I could see like doing your underwear at the grocery store, and someone just thinks that you're like really wasted or something. You don't know where you are.
1: That might have worked when I was but like if you were walking twenty one. On can I like, just tell you that does not oh, work as no. a mid thirties female to walk around with just your underwear on? People are like, oh, God. Mean, I'm not
2: saying it's ideal, Chrissy. I'm just trying <laughs> to say, pick which one you're rather. there.
3: Listen, some people Justin have different shades. Of drunk Where sometimes they walk around in their underwear Or sometimes they walk around with a strap on You never know
1: Maybe
0: both
3: This Maybe one is- when you get 50 shades of drunk Then <laughs> it's, it's dildo time
2: Nick this one is is, is for you Would you rather yes. have your significant other Laugh uncontrollably whenever he's, he, Whenever she saw you Naked I'm going to start over Would you rather have your significant <laughs> other laugh uncontrollably Whenever she saw you
3: naked Or cry uncontrollably
1: why is I this mean, just a question for Nick?
3: <laughs> probably already there with the laughter, so we'll just go with the laughter. Chris?
1: Uh, laughter, for sure. Yeah,
3: that's, that's easy. Yeah. Would you
2: rather watch your dog hump another dog or have him stare you down while you're having sex? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: I-, I prefer to be the voyeur, so I'm going to say humping another dog.
2: <laughs> Chrissy loves yeah. watching dogs hump other dogs, guys. <laughs>
3: You two have Hick? some mac and Cheetos, some, some flaming hot <laughs> mac and Cheetos watching that shit. Mm-hmm. They're hot. We're hot. It's all good. <laughs> I don't want
2: to live
0: forever.
1: <laughs>
2: dog's helping. Um, would you rather have sex on a bed filled with stains or in a smelly bathroom stall? Oh,
0: God.
1: Stains.
2: Stains, because you can
1: lay down something on top of it. You can't get no, rid of the stank in the bathroom. In a, Shut up! I make my own rules.
3: Stains. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I guess you could probably maybe like hold your breath and try to like centralize yourself in the stall so you never touch anything. I don't know, man. I, I man, I just saw. I'm going to say stall. I'm going to say stall just to be different. Oh, you dirty, dirty man! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're like you're like that's like Hopester level, dude. That's pretty sad. I know Justin's uh, rubbing
3: off on me. Uh,
2: <laughs> I just literally i, I just read I just read a study recently with uh, a bunch of singles and uh, single single women after they have sex on average they take two days to wash their sheets. Single men, three weeks. <gasps> <gasps> that does That's not surprise disgusting. me at all. Disgusting. guys in sheets, they just don't even care. Uh, it is not even shocking. I'm aware. Chrissy, this is for you. <laughs> Would you rather have your parents catch you having sex or catch your parents having sex?
1: Catch my parents having
3: sex. Nick? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I've already sort of <laughs> caught <laughs> my mother before, so I don't uh, know. Uh, uh,
2: uh. It just got decidedly unsexier in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh man, I don't have the soundboard open. I have a sound for that. Damn it! Oh well, <laughs> I, that's oh, man. You can't unsee that though, right? Like it, I was could, little. I could was. Could uh, be, uh, I don't know what age I was. Like you could 10 be embarrassed and comfortable
2: if they catch like catch you for a while, but you can't unsee that kind of stuff, Chrissy. Yeah. yeah i know yeah are you cheating on these would you rather what are you looking up please? oh
1: no 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 I, i'm just thinking to myself about an embarrassing time when i was pretty sure i heard my parents having sex wrote about it in my diary my dad read my diary yeah it was not good i know and then my mom confronted me and she was like so i just want to like let you know <laughs> it's like telephone um, of, of really yes embarrassing she's, she's like i don't Know what you think you heard, but you didn't hear whatever you think you heard. (laughs) It was terrible.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's really sad. Would you rather cry every time you had sex or burp every time someone kissed you? Cry. It's forgivable.
3: Yeah, I'd I'd rather have the tears because then you could just be like, I just love you so much.
1: Yeah, it was so good. I think I saw God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the angels me weep
2: This is a good one Would you rather sleep with someone who, Whose hands were always burning hot Or freezing cold
1: <laughs> Justin you have to answer this one
2: <laughs> I have cold hands guys. I do too It's because I have long arms I'm like freaking Like fantastic Mr. Fantastic So your blood here. is
1: having a hard time flowing your fingers what's,
2: what's that toy where you stretch his arms Stretch, uh, Armstrong. stretch Armstrong Stretch Armstrong That's kind of like me
3: that's why my hands are so cold.
2: True, I Nick, I, yeah, I pick cold. Freezing cold or or burning hot.
3: There's just blood that's been flowing toward your hands since like <laughs> 1997. It still hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> Basically, uh, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say uh, freezing cold. <laughs> Put some mittens on that shit. We're pretty I, much I, just, I enjoy cold more than I enjoy heat in any circumstance. though. So.
2: Chrissy, would you rather get a huge the opposite, a huge tattoo of your partner's name across your chest, or a tiny tattoo of of their face on your arm?
1: Uh, face on my arm—that's hilarious. Are you kidding me? I would love to walk around explaining that shit. People are like, "What is that on your arm? A freckle?" I'm like, "Nope, nope, Justin's face. You want to see it? It's hilarious."
2: <laughs> I'd be like, th- I'd, "I'd be like this."
1: Yes, looking yeah. looking totally comical.
2: <laughs> or blue still. Uh Nick, would you put would you put a name on your
3: chest or a face on your arm? I'd put a face on my arm. I but like on the underside of the elbow or something. So that oh, stretches out whenever idea. I like flex my arm.
1: Oh no! Even better. Do you know what you do? You it's tattoo it arms. so so your significant other's face, like the 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 what is it? The mouth kind of like lines up with the crease of your elbow, so like when you can make it talk, <laughs> that's amazing.
2: Or how about it's like under your, it's like in your underarms? So you're just like there, you, there you are. Look, what, look at you.
1: Well, I don't have a beard, so that would just be awkward.
2: <laughs> you could. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> no thanks. See, there you go. Laughed. Cortisol. Laughter. It's all good. That's why I would pick under your arm. Would you rather give? Would you ra- this is going to get really? Would you rather give Zac Efron a lap dance or get a lap dance from Zach Galifianakis?
1: Wait, wait, wait. Say, give. I need. I need the order of I this know, again. I know Nick's
2: already got this one. Would <laughs> you rather give Zach Efron a lap dance or get a lap dance from Zach Galifianakis?
1: I cannot believe that this is even an option. But um, Zach Efron, please.
2: You know what? Zach Galifianakis is funny.
3: So, uh, <laughs> you know, my balls would be all sorts of pressed into Efron's chest. I don't even care. I
1: mean, seriously.
3: You guys, man, you got a Ephron Efron. Nick,
1: let's do it together. Let's get out of this podcast and go find Zach right? Efron. <laughs>
2: he's, got, he's got too many muscles. Like, you've okay. seen, you've seen <laughs> of these later movies where it's like, he has a comical amount of muscles. Like, there's not that many muscles in his body. <laughs> like human growth, like he ta- he took HGH and grew more muscles. Like
3: they doubled.
0: <laughs> I don't he know. Just about went to that. a
3: surgeon and just decided to have some extras added. Dude, <laughs> they totally do that. Don't even don't even act like that's a joke. Can You give
2: me sixteen more abs, please. <laughs> oh man, last one, guys. Would you rather have an intense makeout session with your teddy bear or with a poster?
1: Oh, who didn't have an intense makeout session with their poster when they were trying to learn how to kiss?
2: <laughs> who didn't? Yeah, I didn't. Did you? So, which, which which poster did you make out with? Are, are
1: you going to insert the crickets into this now? Afterward and post? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Shit! No crickets needed. <laughs> what what poster was this, Chrissy?
1: Um. Well, when I was like what thirteen, my entire room was wallpapered with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh
2: God! Here we go.
1: No, I'm just saying. So, like, so how could like you not want to walk
2: around making out with all your posters? No,
1: but here's another creepy like, story. Like, all around
2: the, the the mouth part of the posters was like moist and stuff.
1: No, God, I hate <laughs> that word. No, no, not
2: moist,
1: gross, moist. Stop it. No, there was like one the,
2: like the actual poster material had faded away and there was like a hole there. Like, <laughs> Whoa, man. Whoa.
1: No, but there may or may not have been one poster in my room. Is that Zach
2: Efron? I know what Zach Efron looks like, Chrissy?
1: I pulled up a gif of Zach Ephron. <laughs> but but I'm telling you, he doesn't have too many muscles. <laughs> you're crazy.
2: Oh my God. So I'm like kind of frightened by the fact that Chrissy's childhood <laughs> room was Filled with Leonardo DiCaprio posters with the mouth parts like wasted away because she had made out oh, with a Oh, Hold on. Now you're taking Did it you too far. Did you make out with the What's the one- Eating Gilbert Grape, Leonardo? <laughs>
1: No, I just line. No. Gas in the dark. There the, oh, Stop oh. it. There was one poster in my room that and I don't know why, it's super creepy, but it looked like his eyes looked at you wherever you were in the room. So half the time I would just like climb things in my room to see if it looked well, there, like he was you, still looking at me. It
2: doesn't matter. You have them everywhere. So yeah. at no point are you not seen by a Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> poster. True. But there but
1: I would have people over and I would literally explain. I'm like, look at this one. It's like he's looking at you. Go anywhere in the room. It's crazy. And we would all comment on it. and It was crazy. So I may have kissed that poster at one point in time.
3: What? I just assumed she had like different blown up scenes from Titanic, like hanging around (laughs) her room so she could walk around her room and like reenact the movie. (laughs)
1: Who says I I I didn't?
3: I was like, I was like, she had a Titanic bed (laughs) that looked like it was halfway sinking. Oh my God. (laughs) Her dresser looked like an iceberg.
2: That would be dope. She made her whole family dress as, as character, like rotating characters from the movie.
1: I didn't like my family It was family like the enough.
2: Truman Show, but it was the Titanic Show, just for Chrissy.
1: <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You can't even recover now. The
2: mailman comes in. He's like, iceberg right ahead. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> the sad, sad thing, Chris. No, it's like kind of like the game. With a Michael Douglas, but I don't think it's it sad at ends. all. We gave, and now I'm in it with you. In ninth
1: grade, they gave out superlatives, and I won an award that didn't exist until I won it, which was called most obsessive. Oh my! God. And they gave it to me, and it was like an actual award. It was amazing. <laughs>
2: can we? Can we bring in the psycho? <laughs> <laughs> Did you make out with any
3: posters, uh, Nick? Apparently, everybody Or teddy was bears, doing it. evidently. I'm just teddy gonna bears? make out with a teddy bear, man. I'm just gonna. Mm. <laughs> get in there because you can get your hand right up in the fur you can't get your hand all up in a poster then you're just going to rip it put holes in it you know it's already moist from you making out with it so it's just going to rip apart
1: nick oh. did you make out with the teddy bear and like did you ser- serenade it with the poem like fuzzy wuzzy was a bear fuzzy
2: Wuzzy had <laughs> i was no about hair. to tell nick about the the teddy bear that's a vibrator remember that
1: no what are you talking <laughs> about the
2: love teddy <laughs> that i used to have at my office at work
1: what
3: yeah,
2: so there's this thing. I think it's called Teddy Love. Right,
3: his office at work. He means in the bathroom right now.
2: <laughs> yes. Teddy, Google Teddy Love. It's a it's a teddy bear that's also a a, a multi speed vibrator for women or men. I guess, but mainly uh, the women seem to like it. It looks exactly like <sighs> a teddy bear, but it's like snout like <laughs> vibrates. It gets very fifty shade fifty shades of bear. Look, yeah, I don't know. Chris. I don't know. You're looking I'm at Teddy arts. Love. You're pulling up yep. Teddy Love pictures. Yep. Mm, Teddy Love. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. So Fifty Shades. So we've all seen. We'd all seen the first one uh, a week ago, and then we some saw of us saw it four times. The second, I saw it th- two and a half. Like <laughs> I said, I've saw it once with you, once for Nick's show, and then I skimmed through the. The plot, I put plot in lowercase
1: Sure, letters. Justin,
2: sure.
3: Whatever, guys.
1: Go on. I mean, there's very
3: little that you can really... I mean, it, when you're skimming through the plot of these movies, I mean, that's like 20% tops, tops. Yes, so true. But,
2: but after the first movie, I think we both slash all agreed that we were ensnared in its what-the-fuckness, that we had to see how it, like... I had to say the climax, guys. Chrissy's over there, like I
1: could have done without the climax. Sucking. Climaxes huh? are overrated. You don't always get to climax. I would have been fine
2: without it. Well, let's let's talk about the, the Empire Strikes Back of the uh the Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> Sh- Real quick, the Fifty Shades series. It's uh <laughs> It's called Fifty Shades Darker.
0: He's changing.
2: Are you happy? I just
0: wanna keep calling your
2: name. I've never been happier. But to be quicker
0: than that,
2: okay. You know that girl, Christian? I Think you're the first woman to try to save him. If something were to
3: happen to you, I could never forgive myself.
0: you come back home.
3: Rated R. <laughs> uh I think I'm going to be sick.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't agree? It's not the it's not that, it's not that.
0: What are you looking for,
1: Justin? <laughs>
2: I had some papers.
1: You have papers. You have oh, a lot of papers. It's under my butt. Under your butt? Oh, yeah. mm, warm papers.
2: Butt plug papers. Right where it belongs. <laughs> right where Teddy Love
3: has been. <laughs> All right.
2: So 50 Shades Darker came out uh, 2017, and the log line for that one was, while Christian wrestles with his inner demons, Anastasia must confront the anger and envy of the women who came before her. <sighs> bah, bah, bah. So this one was different. The second one was directed by James Foley. Uh and written by Niall Leonard, who is the husband of E. L. James, the writer of the Fifty Shades series. <laughs> Wonder how he got that job, Chrissy. Who knows? You think that had anything to do with the quality of the script? Uh but it also starred Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan, Marsha Gay Harden, Kim Basinger, 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 Rita Ora, and Eric Johnson. It has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4.6 <laughs> oh on IMDb. Wow. Chrissy. Yeah. You just saw this one this past week for the first time. What'd you think?
1: So, I okay. Let,
2: <laughs> okay. Well,
1: hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to formulate my, my formulate my thoughts. Before I say anything, we have to take a huge kosher grain of salt with this entire trilogy because objectively speaking, It is terrible, like beyond terrible. I'm surprised it got 10%. What
0: did you talk about, Willis?
1: Wait, that's my objective thing. Okay. Subjectively, I liked it better than the first one because it was a little more off the rails and at least gave me more to laugh at and was more interesting than the first one, which is basically like, let's have sex. No, let's not. Okay, there's a contract. Now we can have sex. By the way, there's a red room. I don't know. I I was not enthralled with the first one. The second one at least made me laugh and was funny and entertaining. And Mm. it's crazy.
2: Okay. So Chrissy says, darker, greater than gray. What say you, Nicholas?
3: (laughs) If if the first film is a one out of ten, which is what I rated it, (laughs) this film is a 1.01 out of ten. Yes. Like, it is so, it's it's still so bad. It still has all the problems that plague the first film. There's no, what's the plot of this movie? What happens in this movie? Nothing. Because every, like, there's every two minutes, there's a little bit of talking and whatever, and really bored performances, and Jamie Dornan slipping in and out of his accent literally all the time. <laughs> and true. then there's cut to some gratuitous sex scene. For like five minutes, cut to some song. Ooh, baby. And then back to this little <laughs> plot piece. Like, there is legitimately in this film, I think more so than either of the other two, more fucking, like, per screen time minute than any of the, I, I seriously think that that's true. Like, I was watching this movie and the whole time I'm like, they're doing another sex scene. Another one. Oh man. Nick, this I don't know film about is that. F- fucking bad.
1: The third one, I think, had more sex scenes per capita than the other two. Whoa, whoa, we're,
2: we're not talking about the. No, third I know. One I'm yet. just
1: going there. But um, oh shoot, I had a thought, and now it's escaping my p- tiny little brain. Oh, we were saying like you know, well, I give it a one point oh one as opposed to a one. I'm like, see, but that's what I mean. Slightly better because it's a <laughs> little bit, just like a tiny <laughs> bit, more interesting. <laughs> Then the first one, and there was a plot, it was that her horrible boss wanted to, like, have her for himself, and then he got fired, and then things went crazy. You know, we
3: we got to talk about this boss character. Yeah, right we do. <laughs> wait, 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 So, Justin, what... you got to get in on this first, yeah, but so we got to talk about uh, this boss character. My, so, I was going to give my blanket uh,
2: statement about the second one. So, my, <laughs> my blanket statement is, uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I th- it felt like the longest movie of my life. It's number one, so long. I, I I it felt like eight hours. But this I one's over two on hours.
1: Yeah, two hours, like in fifteen oh, minutes or something.
2: Yeah. So uh, that was that was a definite <laughs> negative in the column for me. Other than that, I thought this one was uh, funnier. The second one is definitely funnier than the first one. So that's why I liked it uh, a tad bit more. See, uh, I mean, the fucking movie starts with him saying that he his. You know, his birth mom died after getting like beat up and all this shit. And you're just like, that's how the movie starts. And you're just like, <laughs> oh my God. Dude, there's there's like, there's, this of this tw- movie there's, there's like 20 like, minutes of sex scenes to come. And you've already like put me in a dark place. Like, uh, I'm really sad right now, guys. Uh, oh my God.
1: Ew, womp, womp. Hey, guys, I have a quick question. Yeah. Have either of you ever watched soap operas in your life? Not just like, oh, I caught five minutes, but like an actual soap opera.
2: I've only seen them with you, Chrissy, bold and beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen. I've seen some.
1: Okay, so as we women who generally watch more soap operas than men, I mean, this is just a soap opera. Like that's all it is. When Nick, you were talking earlier about how, like, oh, and then it's like gratuitous sex scene, and then maybe a little bit of plot, and then something else, and then oh, more gratuitous sex. I'm like, oh, so it's basically like an R-rated version of a soap opera. That is exactly formulaically how soap operas work.
0: This is just. I'd agree with that.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. Well, I I think I said in our last review, I I don't hate any of these movies. I think they're really bad, bad
3: movies, but they're all entertaining in their own ways. Some Agreed. more than others. I, I will say, I will say that we're probably not the audience for this film or for any of these films, and that's why. like you even talking about? I'll come at them with venom and with fangs out and like tear into them a little bit. Like at the end of the day, I know that these films are legit not for me it's it's like a it's like a little kids movie or something like that wait what even though you can get some really high quality animated <laughs> what flicks re- what kind know? of little kids movies are you watching <laughs>
1: <laughs> the land before so, gray the point
3: being i don't necessarily think like i know at the end of the day i'm not the target audience for this kind of movie i'm just not it's just not meant for me dude, no right. what I do, apparently dude, our I
1: five-year-old nothing. is the target
2: audience dude, for this mary movie. mary
3: b poppins
2: <laughs> oh, no. i'm still it's kind of like a kid's movie <laughs> <laughs> do you know what here's the thing look i i I see these three films as and don't don't think that i'm comparing quality at all just the the running time and how it was engineered is it's like the the hobbit movies those hobbit movies where they came out they're like yes we're gonna make two hobbit movies and then they came back later like by the way we've changed it to three hobbit movies get ready and then you watch them and you're like this could have been one hobbit movie I think...
1: Wait, are you thinking Lord of the Rings?
2: No, I'm thinking of Hobbit. Oh. Lord of the Rings was good. Hobbit Hobbit, (laughs) was not. So (laughs) I think that it would be amazing, especially watching the third one, this really solidified things in my head. You could make an amazing, like, fucked up, trash ass, Scarface epic of cutting these three movies down to, like, two hours and change, because a lot of the stuff I'm just like... Oh, okay, they're having sex again, and it's really (laughs) uncomfortably long, and there's sometimes a really odd song paired to the sex scene. And usually
1: some sort of prop.
2: Yeah, some kind of prop, you know, weird lighting. Uh, There there was some weird lighting in some of the sex scenes where I'm just like, I don't even know what they're doing right now.
1: It's a nipple fetish movie. Like, it's all about the I had to explain
2: one of them in the third movie to Chrissy, and her mouth went agape. Like, I just...
1: Well, because we're in a movie theater, Nick, and I and I kid you not, it wasn't a crowded theater, right? But all of a sudden, this drawer opens, and I just happen to miss what was in it, and I, w- I was like, "What was that?" And all of a sudden, I hear Justin go. Oh. You didn't miss it.
2: You just like you didn't understand what was going on. Don't lie. <laughs> I was like, "That's a butt plug, Chrissy," and she's like, oh. "Like it's like we're just slow human centipede for the first time." <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe this. <laughs> anyway, two and a half hours of, you know, what the fuck camp soap opera bullshit with some, you know, trimmed, you know, sex scenes. Like they don't have to go on for fifteen minutes. I get it. I get it. So Yeah. That, and, that's, and a I new think, actor. Like a new actor
3: in the in the lead role. And then Oh, I would agree with that. Ugh. I think the biggest problem with all three of these films is if you just They don't need to have so many sex scenes in them. They don't. They just don't need to have so many sex scenes in them because they every time they happen, they completely derail everything else that's going on in the film. And that's ultimately what makes a film work is keeping your plot moving forward. You can't just stop it cold every couple of minutes. And then throw some other random. It, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a sex scene. It can be anything. Like in the third movie, we'll talk about it later. But there's like this really long gratuitous driving sequence in the third movie, where it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna get to that.
1: I can't wait to talk about so that. So wait, so the, but the
3: the, <sighs> the second movie, it's
2: it doesn't just it doesn't derail like the uh, just it doesn't only derail like the pacing of the movie, but I think it derails like the plot and what's supposed to be going on because. You know, our first review we talked about how it was um, girl. It's Mr. Red Flags. He's Mr. Red Flags, <laughs> yes.
3: and, and she is um, always making the wrong decisions. Yes. You know, I'll sum it up for you perfectly, Justin. Are you ready? Because I wrote this. I did. I did live commentary for part of this movie. I stopped about halfway through because I just got busy doing other stuff because I was so bored by it. <laughs> yeah, I summed up the movie so far about ten minutes in. 10 minutes and, what the hell? <laughs> no, I don't want to be with you. Okay, I'll be with you, but let's take it slow. Oh, my God, let's fuck. That's the movie. <laughs> like, that's legit, where, and that's it getting, exactly it where I was doing in, like, five minutes. Well, because at the end of the first movie, they broke up. And I was like, oh, thank
2: fucking God. She can find someone better. <clears throat> and so at the beginning of this movie, it's like they're instantly back together again with like the first five instantly. minutes. And then she's like, you know what? So everything's cool. Like we'll just have a normal relationship, totally vanilla. And he's like, cool, whatever you want. And then it's like, no, I'm going to fuck you in the ear. So then I'm like, it <laughs> really went downhill really fast. Like she just like, you know, <laughs> that's what oh she God. is. She's mixed messages. <laughs> you don't know what she wants because she's always saying different stuff. But I was just like, Anastasia what are you doing like
3: you can't get a read on you it was the same way with the bondage thing too because at first she goes into this movie where she's like we're not doing any of that stuff where you're going to be doing this and then legitimately like every time it devolves a little bit further it's like I want you to spank me oh you want to shove that thing in my <laughs> vagina while I walk around and, yeah no prob go ahead oh or my she'll god have this kind of reaction to it where she doesn't want to do it and then literally 30 seconds of screen time later she's like okay <laughs>
1: She's the worst type of girl. Like not she's not a girl good girl or a bad girl. She's like a bad girl masquerading as a good girl. No, I don't want it. I do. <laughs>
2: Dude, so you mentioned my favorite scene in the whole movie. Well, it's not a scene, it's a long sequence. But that whole party thing oh, is boy. Barkers. So let me ask you, Chrissy, because I was super <laughs> uncomfortable watching this. So this is like her big intro to uh, his family, all the rich people, you know, they're having this weird fucking debutante ball with like mask and all this shit. And so if if that was me and I was like, okay, this is a huge party, like I really got to show you off on something. What would you say if like the last minute, like, hey, I want to shove these vaginal balls in you. Like while you're at the party, you got to walk around with these vaginal balls everywhere.
1: I'd be like, so let me get this straight. You want me to wear a mask and you want me to have vag balls. Is this an eyes wide shut party? Is that what's happening here? Is that where you're bringing me? Because it feels like it. Also, I would say no. I know what it
3: is. I know what it is, Justin. She's already done it and just doesn't want to tell you about it. That's what you when you took her to a party before and she did it didn't even tell you it happened.
1: What are you waiting for,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Justin? I would love for you
2: to come over and meet my parents for the first time, but also you need to have this butt plug in the whole time. (laughs) I hope, you feel comfor- I, hope you feel, I hope you feel comfortable in this totally uh, comfortable situation I put you in. I oh mean, it's God. not that
1: crazy because isn't it in, in, like what Gwyneth Paltrow, who talks about jade eggs going up your vag on goop? Fuck
2: Gwyneth Paltrow. She is such a fucking stupid idiot.
1: I know. My point is that her, she's, who, she's mainstreaming who, her. Her it.
2: brain has turned to goop. <laughs> You read the stuff that they put out, and I should know because it's something I have to read about all the time, and you're just like, what is wrong with Gwyneth Paltrow? (laughs) Number one, one, she called her whole thing goop. You know, like, off the jump, something's wrong, but it's always something stupid. Like, you know what? You should use this $200 coffee enema. Really? A coffee enema? No? Okay. Do you not? I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) I like to drink my coffee, Nick. (laughs) But chug, Preferably but chug, iced. but chug, but chug, but chug. No, uh, but yeah. So
1: seriously, people like With Patchen are trying to mainstream this idea of putting a jade egg up your vag. So it's not like as crazy as you think it is.
2: Well, they're sadistic, which he is, but and they're stupid. Like, no,
1: you're, he's not sadistic. Like she, he's dominating. There's a
2: difference. No, he said. No, he, remember he said he's like I'm a sadist. That's, that's another thing that he reveals in the second movie. He's like I'm a sadist. You know. I like to beat. I like to beat the fuck out of women that look like my mom. And you're just like, "Whoa, this did get Fifty Shades darker."
1: I must have glossed over weirder. that. Fifty Shades weirder.
2: Did you fall asleep during that major plot point, Chrissy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I glossed over it. I was that's busy. like been
2: better that's for like it. the biggest plot point <laughs> of the entire series, and you're just like, "What?" He actually says those words too. It's just it's not like he like cries about it. Also, by the way, Nick, explain this for me. I wish I knew someone. I wish one of us had read, read the book series because did any of these characters go to a therapist anytime during this whole thing? I think she <laughs> did. She did? I no, think she went to OBGYN. Well, in
1: the third I thought one. that
2: that was her therapist no. uh, to start, but then she's like, you're, well, that's the third movie, but no therapist
3: ever in these movies. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? It's difficult to tell who who is in most of these movies anyway. Like, legit, tell me this, tell me this. So, so when I watched the second movie and I watched the third movie, like, I couldn't remember if this character was in the first movie or not. But Christian's brother, like, the whole time, every time he was on screen, I was just like, it's Denny from The Room. It's not the. It's not him. It's not the <laughs> same actor. But that's the vibe he gave me the whole time. Like, just this creepy douchebag. <laughs> just that's the whole vibe I got from him the whole time. It, mentioning the room in the same conversation as 50 shades is doing a disservice to the room. But well,
2: I feel like there's two guys that have like slick, <laughs> slick back blonde hair. And I kept, I always got them mixed up and stuff. And then I, and then I also wondered what Rita or was doing in this movie as his sister until the end. And I'm like, okay, that's why she exists, I guess. Um, I don't know. Did did you, so the second movie, I said the, uh, the party scene and the whole Marsha Gay Harden, uh, Kim Basinger scene.
1: Oh yeah, which
2: I was like, okay, th- that's probably my favorite thing that they did in the whole series because you could they got to be cat like catty soap catty. opera, Melrose Place type things going on. So Row. yeah, I didn't I didn't hate Marsha Gay Harden and Kim Basinger. Uh, one of uh, Nick's favorite movies, Chrissy, is the 1989 Batman with Kim Basinger in it. I'm oh, sorry,
1: so that makes sense. You're like, yeah, Kim Basinger. Uh, what did you
3: think of her in this in this movie, Nick? I mean, she looks like somebody else put on a Kim Basinger skin skin suit.
1: Yes, oh, no. it lo- she looks. She looks like Candace Bergen decided to do her best impression oh, of Kim right? Basinger. Totally, she just doesn't.
3: I mean, I don't know what it is about her in in the films. Like, I just don't know if it was like the way that they they did her makeup, or because I've seen her in other stuff. Yeah, and yeah. she looks great. I don't I don't I, think they did any of it, a lot of these people. Maybe uh, it was just that's where she was at that point in time. The point in in your life where you are when you decide you're going to be in a 50 Shades movie. It's like your darkest day. Yeah. And that's translated very well on the screen maybe. I don't know.
2: Could very well be. <laughs> she could have been in live by night, Nick. This was her darkest day. She, <sighs> these <laughs> these movies made a fucking ton of bank. So,
3: yeah, uh, yeah they did. Uh
2: because you remember I told my story. Nick, did you know that I met Marsha Gay Harden last year, like a couple weeks after we watched the first Fifty Shades movie? <laughs> I think. Didn't you talk about that on the show? <laughs> yeah. I seem to remember you talking about that on the show. I, I totally geeked out to her, too. I was oh, like, of course you did. I was like, I loved you uh, in The Mist, but I, I really loved you in Fifty Shades because I just watched it with my wife. And <laughs> She's like, that's great. Yeah, she did one of those, like, that's great. and, and you She know, maced just,
3: him. She just straight up maced him. <laughs>
2: She didn't face me. She's like, there, they're there, there, child. They're there, you know, patting <laughs> you on the head. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, this movie, man. The elevator scene in this movie was... Epic, was I think is the word crazy. you're looking
0: for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a crazy, that was a crazy long, like, <laughs> what was happening there? Um, well, Explain, we, Chrissy. Well,
1: we know what was happening there.
2: So, w- what what do you mean? What was happening there? Oh, I thought
1: you were act- acting like you really didn't. Like, what was happening there? Well, because they were in a full
2: elevator, and he was I like, know. "Digitally molesting her, her off." Yeah, and all the other people in the elevator are like in some other elevator. Apparently. I know.
1: I, I mean, you know what I really wanted to. <laughs> and do? Did
2: they, did they not hear the loud pop star like pop song blaring? I like, <laughs> <laughs> How many times did they play that song? A in lot, this movie? A lot.
0: A
1: lot. And the other one of "What are you waiting for?" But seriously, I, I was like, okay, so. Either everybody in this elevator has a hearing problem or they, they have like the – what was that episode of The Simpsons years ago where they looked in Homer Simpson's head and it was just da-da-da-da-da, hey, da-da-da-da, <laughs> like
2: Yes. I think – I love it.
1: I know. I'm pretty sure that's what – it was rocks for brains going through everybody else's head because how do you not know what's happening when a woman can't stand up straight, is standing a little too uncomfortably close to some guy and has no face going on? Like how do you not know what's happening?
2: And how does she almost like uh, orgasm in 15 seconds of an awkward oh, oh, elevator ride? Oh, 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 Justin. He's like, Don't, what does he say? Don't come?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yep. basically. Yeah. Shut your butt. <laughs> face
2: but, Christian. No, you but
1: not dummy. only that, but Justin, that's like a recurring theme throughout, well, really every Put movie. vaginal balls but it, at me
2: and then take me off of the elevator. But especially
1: the second two movies. Around. I mean, he so much as like grazes his hand near her and she's like, uh, like all of a sudden she's there. She goes from zero to 60 faster than a Maserati. Like, how does you this know happen?
3: What? That's a good point, because in the first movie and I listened back, I remember talking to Justin about it. She's really bored, even yep. in the sex scenes. Like she really just does not seem all that invested in them in this film. And in the third film, we'll get there as well. She's. Over invested. She's overselling yeah. legit everything. It's like, did I don't know if you guys watch wrestling or anything, but there was this one great wrestling match where <laughs> Shawn Michaels wrestled Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this is a and, different.
2: This is a different kind of wrestling name. <laughs>
3: I know, it's, but it's just like a children's show And it's also like
2: a, a wrestling basically, match
3: basically, basically Shawn Michaels oversold Every move Hulk Hogan did Like threw himself across the ring Like it hit like a ton of bricks every oh, time Oh no I'm
2: thinking about Hulk Hogan and his sex <laughs> tape Thank you Nick God damn it
3: but that was, and she over, she out, way then, overdid it. In like, and like, Chris yeah. exactly right. She way oversold Thanks. it in literally every single scene of this film. It's, he so would true. touch her. And it's not even just that she would come in her pants, but it was also like, oh, <laughs> like, like legit, like no man's ever touched me before. Well, well she was a virgin in the first movie
1: right but it's and it's also incongruent with how she is when she's you know not apparently orgasming she's she's like she talks like this and everything is just kind of at this
2: level and- i thought I thought her uh-huh. her she stepped up her acting game in this one, and I thought for a second that he had stepped up his, but him in the second and the third one like there'll be flashes of just like oh he's totally getting it and then he'd go back to like <laughs> you know just like parting across the screen his monotone deliveries there's like his- a
3: couple points in both the second and third movie where his accent just straight the fuck up disappears <laughs> out the window disappears like it, it's in this movie especially when he gets mad at her like he, he, he yells at her for something i can't remember what in the second movie but he yells at her and it's like straight up in his in his because he's irish right uh Uh, yeah believe he's irish but it's straight up in his like irish accent i'm like like they didn't even like you got to do adr and shit like you couldn't even like okay give it a couple more takes jamie no 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 that one was good we'll take (laughs) that one and go (laughs) next one i mean it just it was come on that's
2: the fatal flaw of all these movies is it could have been uh what's his name charlie hunnam was supposed to be in this yeah he was (sighs) And uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Hunnam, but he's freaking, you know, uh, Martin Landau over um, (laughs) Martin Landau. uh, (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Compared to Jamie Dornan in these movies, I mean, she had to do a lot of heavy lifting. That's what I'm saying. Like she did. She had to carry these movies, and um, he just
1: had to show up in his dominating jeans and then say, "Get me the riding crop." I mean. (laughs)
3: I don't remember that scene, Chrissy. I
1: was trying to do the accent.
3: This movie was just so frustrating too because it constantly contradicted itself. I mean, we already talked about how quickly they went from being broken up, no, we're just gonna have a normal relationship to fucking. But then like, remember there's the one scene where she deposits twenty-four or she he gives her twenty-four thousand dollars and she rips up the check she doesn't want it so then he transfers the money into her account and she has this whole big tantrum about not wanting his money the next scene is legitimately her picking out designer dresses to wear to this goddamn event that they're having oh yes and the twenty four thousand dollars. it's hilarious it actually has a payoff in the third movie that blew me away i was like you're fucking kidding me this came back We'll talk about it when we get there. But I was shocked, shocked that they brought it back in the way that they did. I was also, and I'm looking at the the
2: little pieces of IMDb trivia. I felt like his his facial hair and his hair, like the hair on his head, kept changing throughout the, the the, especially the second two movies. That I was always confused. I was like, oh my god, it's like a whole new person. What did you find out? Because what are you doing?
1: No, I'm I'm reading about how apparently Dakota Johnson taught him. How to Sexily Take Off a Girl's Underwear.
2: Oh, I bet she did. I, I Like I said, He. it seems like whoever wrote this... It's like an alien came down to Earth and took a, a screenwriting class and then wrote <laughs> no, a, scri- a, no, scr- a script they, based they sat on... Outside
3: all- the window and like, listened in on a screenwriting <laughs> yes. class but only caught half of it.
2: <laughs> and then said, I'm going to you know write my version I, that's how she did it right she was in like uh she was a fan of twilight and then she was doing some fanfic on like the twilight message boards or something right and that's yeah. all this all started N- not just the writing yeah, this, of the he's plot, not a vampire guys he's no a rich true. sadistic billionaire so not just like mommy issues this is
1: gonna be a weird analogy but hey we've already analogized to a wrestling match and a children's show so it can't get too much <laughs> more strange so <laughs> I'm just going to say this. You're welcome. You are awesome. But so here's the deal. So not just the um like the plot points, but the actual dialogue between them reminded me of the sort of like chat bot conversation I would have with Smarter Child back in the day. Like you would set up Smarter Child to respond to you in a certain way that was not.
2: I didn't have Smarter Child. You talked about the Smarter Child thing.
1: It's come on, Nick. Do you know what Smarter Child was back in the day?
2: Man. <laughs> I think of the the ro- I didn't what was grow what up was in the, the robot the robot TV show girl. What
1: was her name? <laughs> oh Small Wonder. Small Wonder. Yeah, that's- kinda like that too. But with smart children, <laughs> you could like set them up in a certain like you would be on the instant message and aim and you knew where it was going and you could set them up for certain responses. And I feel like that's what this was. It was just a robotic setup for certain responses back and forth. Not a lot a of the humor. dialogue
3: delivery was that mirrored that kind of thing too. It's funny that you say that because there were moments in the dialogue where they would pause for <laughs> no reason and it 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 frustrated me every time it happened because it was just like people this isn't how people have conversations it's not <laughs> <laughs>
1: stop thought maybe it can was. we
3: talk about the boss can we talk about the boss oh please now? okay so Straight up, guys, I'm gonna tell you this: uh,
2: this the introduction of this character totally changed the whole series for me. <laughs> so his, his his arc of this character made me care about the back half of this series more than the front half. And I like, w- I mean, obviously we just watched it this week. I looked at my, I looked at Chrissy when I saw that guy. And I'm like, who's this tall drink of water?
1: So, so Nick, it's even worse than that. Right. So I'd actually started watching a little ahead of Justin. So I had a preview of a little bit of what happens oh later my in the movie. God. So he comes on screen and Justin's like, just like that. Who's this guy? Who's this tall drink of water? And I'm like, that's her boss. And he's like, yeah, team boss, Chris, he should, she should totally be with him. Aren't you team boss? And knowing what happens, I'm
3: like, um, well, where's uh, the judgment? we're gonna we're gonna let this play out we'll see where this goes
2: yeah
0: who
1: knows
2: i mean you know character alone the actor he's taller he's he seems to be a better actor he's blonder he's blonder i was like i'm down for team boss and then i'm just like oh i've made a bad decision
1: (laughs) i made a bad choice the
2: best decision you know (laughs) i'm gonna
3: ride this horse wherever it goes and man it goes crazy in the third one there's there's more to talk about with him once we get to the third film which (laughs) wow uh chrissy i can't remember what we gave so what did we give the first one was
2: it oh god i don't know or something like that yeah um (laughs) i'd probably so if i gave the first one a d plus i'd probably give this a c minus and like i said i agree it's a bad movie but it's 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 definitely entertaining um i
1: totally agree with that summation
2: so <laughs> Sign what, would me you, up. what would you give it the second one nick if it was a letter grade
3: uh, i'd give it i'd give it the old tenacious the f plus click
2: <laughs> you had you you kept you you were facebook living it you were you were having fun uh <laughs> You you compared it to a, a
3: kid's children's show or wrestling or something. <laughs> I was like, I don't Two know. Two minutes what- <laughs> into this movie, they started playing a cover of The Scientist and I was like, don't you dare. <laughs> you looked over at Amy, you're like, honey, they're wrestling again. <laughs> you're like,
0: what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <You> know, uh, <laughs> before we move on, can I mention one more thing about this movie? Um, yeah. Yes. The bottle of wine getting opened. Do you guys remember this sounds that they made th- this bottle of wine?
0: <laughs>
3: like all the background music faded away and it was just the sound of this corkscrew. I've opened a lot of, <laughs> of bottles of wine in my day. Are you talking None about are are you talking like about
2: that. where they're having like that that heart to heart and uh, he she, he's like tell me the truth no they're more at secrets. There is a restaurant, yeah. And, like, and, and the waiter comes and over. And the waiters the waiters right there and it's like really awkward.
3: legitimately no wait. bottle of wine has ever sounded like <laughs> that ever in history like whole, it sounded like they were like they needed to spray some fucking WD40 on that shit and really get in there and work that shit open you know my my main thought was that
2: they they wasted a major opportunity to do something and that is to bring back
1: what are you waiting for I wait I wait one I more I wait more so so while we I, I think we need like Oh, Justin's on a roll. We need these like final ridiculous moments of this movie. I don't know if anybody else saw this or noticed it, but like he. So at one point, Anastasia goes to him in his private gym, I guess. He's a goddamn pommel horse in a gym, guys. Like, he's, <laughs> you know, it's not like the usual gym at home, total gym shit. Nope. Man has a pommel horse and is doing some Olympics crap. It's like,
2: That's one thing. <laughs> she knows how rich he is. But for some reason, several times throughout this whole series, she's surprised that he has all these crazy shit. Like, you have to be on board
3: from like movie one, be like, I he can that's, have anything. Like, he that's like have a perfect segue into the third movie. <laughs> that's the, literally the perfect segue into the third movie because at the beginning of the third movie, and I'll let you do your rolling or whatever you want to do for it, but they're walking toward this little private jet and she's like, This is yours. Like, <laughs> shocked that he owns a private airplane. Like, this dude straight up buys the company she works for in the second movie and is shocked that he owns a private plane. I know. I'm like, but, are you fucking serious? I thought that. Dude, thrilled. it's
2: even worse than that. It, I don't know if it was the first one or the second one. He told her that he bought an airline. So I'm like, is she stupid? <laughs> like, I know she's dumb and she makes dumb decisions. Oh, but she, my is God. Is she like Forrest Gump level IQ? <laughs> because this is man that would explain everything. Like, what, imagine like, like Forrest Gump getting tied up in this Fifty Shades stuff. Oh,
3: that's, All right, that's, that's, let, let's, that's this movie, man.
2: Let, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, the new one. It's called Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs>
0: Don't ask me.
2: This is grey. Look out your window.
0: What you know is true.
2: I'm taking you
3: away for the weekend.
0: I just can't believe this is my life. That I get to live with you. Oh, I love your precious heart. It meant nothing to me before you. Anna Gray's office. We wanted to welcome the new fiction
2: editor. I bought it for us. I should have asked you first.
0: I love it. Oh,
1: my God. Christian.
2: This is Jim Matteo, the architect.
1: This location is perfect. I'm going to build you a fabulous house. Please stop speaking to my husband as if I weren't here.
3: Anna. <laughs> you may call me Mrs. Gray.
2: Uh, the log line says this is great.
3: <laughs> the
2: log line is actually an IMDB it says Anastasia and Christian get married, but Jack Hyde continues to threaten their relationship. Ooh. I got All chills. right, Just I'm, I'm, goosebumps I'm, from that when you said that. Okay. I'm going to show ooh. my cards now, guys. Best movie of the series. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Agreed. Really?
3: Are you on board? Oh, yeah. Chrissy? Nick? I, I would say it's better than the second movie because it's shorter than the second movie. <laughs> By like a half an hour. It, like it's legit like a clean hundred minutes it's shorter it's shorter than both the first and it the doesn't feel movie. shorter it still feels like a really long movie but it's a shorter feels like it's long movie it's I, true. I am out so on this guys if you it,
2: it's the best of the series it's shorter it's funnier it gets more fucked up like soap opera type shit and that it, a lot of that centers around this Jack, Jack Hyde <laughs> Oh what God. a character name for this guy. Um, uh, there's also a lot of uh, rich people porn, which I love because, True. you know, I'm not rich, but I like to watch a lot of this, this stuff. This is the
1: most white bread first world problems movie ever.
2: Um, <laughs> but but by far, and I was thinking about it today, Nick, I don't know if you know who the director James Foley is, but he did one of my favorite Uh, trashy soap opera type of 90s movies of all time and watching this third one, I'm like, he's back. The director of Fear, James Foley, is back. Have you seen Fear? Fear, Fear with he Rachel?
1: directed Fear? Yes. Oh my God! Does it all make sense? Yes.
2: It's like that. It's like the beautiful mind scene again. All the numbers and stuff. All over. Come. It's coming together. Right.
1: It's, well, especially because the whole time I was like, "Is this like Scott Foley? No, this is his brother."
2: No, he directed uh, 1996 Fear, the one where he uh, Marky Mark finger bangs Ruth wreath- oh, yes. with the spoon on the on the roller coaster.
1: L- yep, it all it makes all sense all now.
3: Makes sense now.
2: Think back. What were they listening to on the roller coaster?
0: What do you (laughs) 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 wear?
2: They could have, right? (laughs) It totally makes sense. Um, So, and uh, another reason I probably like this third one more than the first two is. We watched it in the theater together, Chrissy.
1: Oh, yeah. A and, and not we, just in any theater. We didn't watch either, either of the,
2: the two ones in the theater. This was an experience. We watched
1: know. it in XD. XD. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh. Nick, do you ever like, you buy a You can literally
1: see his nipple hair standing on <laughs> edge. Do you ever buy a
2: ticket, and then they put you in a the theater, and they're like, here, enjoy the wonderful XD. <laughs> and we're like, what is XD? This is Fifty Shades. Like, it's like the... Like, are we finally no. going to see his penis? <laughs> so, because... Damn right we need to see this When we penis. When we
1: bought our tickets, I literally asked the woman, I was like, I just want to make sure because this is a special kind of movie. Like, this isn't in 3D, is it? And she like laughed and stifled <laughs> her laughter. She's like, no, no, it's not in 3D. <laughs> or,
2: or like those like Fast and the Furious seats where like it moves and stuff yeah. when stuff happens. Could you imagine that, Nick?
3: Like the, during the sex scenes, like your fucking seat starts rolling about and stuff. One of those like 40, they have like little straps on the sides of the chairs, So like whenever she gets strapped into the devices, all <laughs> of a sudden the seats like lock you in and then you can't move and whatnot. Hmm. Oh, yeah. God.
2: Oh, something, something went up. Something, someone put vaginal balls in my butt. You know, oh, what kind of seat is this. <laughs> wow. Uh, How was your, how was your theater experience? Uh, did you take the wife? What? what, what how, how did it go down for you, Nick?
3: I went by myself because she's going with some girlfriends to see oh it next God. week. <laughs> so you were the so the random, guy. the random. And dude. I was there. I was there at like eleven thirty in the morning. So I this is my day today. All right.
2: Were you I alone? Got up at 6 a.m. Was this like a was six this like a, a
3: was this like a Paul Rubens thing going on? You were like alone, and like somebody <laughs> came in. I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone. So this is this is my day. All right. I got up at six a.m. I went to work for four hours today. Worked some overtime. And then right after over 10 minutes, jet right over to the theater and get in there. I am surrounded on three sides by old people, legit gray hair, 60 plus old people. All right. And then there's like a younger ish girl, like over to my right who I shit you not laughed every two and a half minutes during this movie, loving every single thing about it literally like every time a character would deliver a line of dialogue was just like completely digging it and i had this moment halfway through the movie or so where i just thought to myself i'm like man i wish i could view this movie like that person is You because they mean, are watching a whole different movie than i am right now you mean you wish you could view that movie with chrissy and
2: justin in los
3: angeles
1: because oh, yes. that's what we, we were, were doing. those people
3: No, I don't think she was she probably wasn't laughing ironically, though.
1: Oh, well, then she can she can kiss it. We were totally laughing ironically. (laughs) and We were those people who are interrupting the experience for anyone else in the theater. Like she would say something stupid like it's boobs. It's boobs in boob land. And we'd be just dying.
3: Dude, I know my favorite thing about this movie is my favorite thing. The right at the beginning of the movie. No, right at the beginning of the movie the rom-com montage at the beginning of the movie they're riding bikes through paris they're doing all this different like it's like this whole huge montage i am watching i'm like i swear to god i'm watching a rom-com like out of the 80s right now that's exactly what it felt like to me the whole time i'm like okay And, and like that since that was the start of the movie i was like if this is how it stays if it firmly plants its tongue in its cheek like this it could be better and then it immediately took it out of it after that but that part was like i love this
2: well well kind of similarly like the second one started where where he was like you know i saw my mom get beat and then she od'd on drugs and that's why i'm the way i am what are you doing that for
1: your blue light from your microphone is Um, in my eyes i'm
2: sorry so okay. that's how the second one started, and then I didn't watch any of the trailers for the third one, but all I kept hearing from people was like, "This is the one where they get married," and it's like all over the posters. And I'm like, "Okay, is this gonna be like a father bride situation where like the whole movie's like <laughs> them like beating each other as they oh as they get ready for their wedding and stuff?" Do you know what this movie needs—it's stressful needed? getting ready for a wedding, guys. Do you know, you probably Justin. know. So that compound that stress compounded with the fact that he's a sadistic douchebag, like cattle prodding her and shit i was like i can't wait to see this shit and then you start the movie and it's like oh by the way they get married now they're on the honeymoon okay let's start the rest of the movie right now and i'm like what the fuck i want to see all that like they spent like 40 million dollars of the 55 million dollar budget in the first five minutes they went to like several (laughs) countries and i'm like what is going on like the, the titles are not even done and they're like already on their honeymoon. I'm like, look, they're going to get pregnant in the first five minutes. I told that to You Chrissy. did say that, yeah. I was like, this is going way too fast for me. I mean, this relationship in itself has gone fast over the You kept this asking series. me, like,
1: how, how long has it been since the second movie? And I was like, I don't know. And then later when we found out, it was like a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, Nick, <laughs> do you understand the timeline? Like, I swear to God, they start dating, and I put dating in quotations, guys. Right. To, they're on their honeymoon, and it must have been, it had to be like less than, what a couple months and a year?
1: miraculously at that time she got promoted to fiction editor of a major publishing house. Jeez,
2: that is so fucked up. Every fucking, <laughs> I, every I character laughed. in this movie is the worst at their fucking jobs. <laughs> like they could have the shittiest like made up jobs ever, but they're
3: still terrible at it. Like everyone I laughed out loud in the theater when that happened because she gets promoted to fiction editor at this at this. Uh, publication and she's <laughs> never the fuck there literally <laughs> ever she is like the most absent team manager and then like there's a scene later on in the movie where where she's talking to christian in her office and she's like people think i only got promoted because because he oh isn't it when he flips out because she's not anastasia gray on her email or whatever
2: (laughs) (laughs) my my emails kept bouncing so that's why i came over here i'm like
3: you fucking god but then like (laughs) it's it's hilarious it's hilarious because she's like everybody thinks i got my job because you and then he's like no you got your job because you're hard working and determined and (laughs) blah 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 it's like bullshit because she's been in this office, she's been probably working that job for like four days total out of the entire time she's been employed there. <laughs>
2: well not only she's that, like, there. the way she got the promotion is she's like telling them like, you know what, guys? We should uh, sign writers that have lots of um lots of people following them on social media, like a big following. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> That's her big thing to cut and then like <laughs> and then they get a lot of pre sales and the old guy's like, Look, you know a lot about like it's a good idea to decide writers to have a following. It was a huh?
3: great idea, Miss Gray. Great idea. She's like, okay, I guess. I don't even have a computer in my office, but sure, you know. <laughs> she's legitimately never the fuck there. And ever. you know
1: and you know what? The Liz knows time. that. Liz says at one point, you got a promotion and you weren't even here.
2: <laughs> uh, so she yeah, she's terrible at her job. She's never there. I still don't understand. Other than being a billionaire, what you know, Christian Gray does. You know, what does he do?
1: What about the tr- the email?
2: No, what is his job?
1: Oh, what does he do? He just
2: owns a lot of stuff.
1: He oversees an empire. He's his boss's 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 boss.
2: Exactly. Hello. <laughs> uh, his he he hires this guy to be her bodyguard, and he's like. The worst Sawyer. bodyguard of all time.
1: But he was pretty. He was pretty Sawyer, to look at.
2: That guy, he, besides the two of them, probably had the biggest role in this movie. <laughs> they kept talking about Sawyer. <laughs> and like, he's never there. Like, somebody actually start, like almost kills her, almost runs them off the road when she turns into, like,
3: Vin Diesel at some point <laughs> in the movie and becomes Fast and all the, furious. The, dry, the Can we talk about how she becomes <laughs> legitimately the world's most capable stunt driver <laughs>
2: immediately it was like i was baby driver type sliding into like small spaces i was like legitimately
3: like leaning forward in my chair in disbelief at what i was watching i was like this is not happening right now (laughs) like but je- I would like seriously, you would expect that kind of a sequence in like a Baby Driver or like a Fast and Furious movie, where it's just like high octane, like really, really focusing on that sound design for the car engine revving and everything. She's weaving in and out of traffic, like it oh was, my god, it was like I'm drive. Just,
1: like, she was like, she suddenly became Ryan Gosling. I was waiting for yeah. her to put on a scorpion jacket. But this is the worst part. Like in her one moment of being empowered, because earlier he's like, you can't drive this car, and then finally she she gets to drive it. She's still the entire fucking time is being told what to do by him he's like you could squeeze in there you can make that go do there go do that no this and i'm like just let her fucking drive she's apparently vin diesel she doesn't need you to tell her where to turn
2: <laughs> I just chrissy she's god, all, she, again she's good at her job you remember that one line that we like <laughs> and the font uh, oh my god did you get that? That's, oh, well, that's that make the font size two points bigger. Yes, she's walking. She's walking out of a meeting, and she's like, "Hey, hey, bump that font size up two points." And we're. Just, I looked at Chrissy. I was like, "What did she just say?" <laughs> there is at least a dozen times during
3: that movie. It is great just management, like, Justin Winters. Great management,
2: like the 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 woman, the the real estate woman. She meets, So she meets Christian, Christian Gray and watch Maca- Anastasia in front of this house. And she's leading them into this house. And the last line before they walk in is, um, I really love what you've done in Africa. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what, what did he do in Africa? I was like, why would the screenwriter put that there unless there's some kind of payoff? Like, now I'm wondering what happened in Africa. <laughs> this script is terrible, and I love it. Because I was like... I was like, it's like this is the Vinci Code. Like, I gotta like figure out what's going on. So all that stuff, coupled with the return of Jack Hyde,
1: like, <laughs> who might be on meth now. Like, what oh his face? he was That's like American. Legit. He was like
2: it was like American Werewolf. Uh, by the end of this movie, dude, like, he was like falling apart at the seams. <laughs> his eyes, like he had like herpes eyes, like redness all
3: over them. What was going on with him, Nick? Can you explain yeah. it to me? I I can't because it was it's it's hilarious it's, it's really funny that you mentioned American Werewolf because that's like a perfect analogy for it because he legit like they wanted to make him look like he fell off the wagon so they legit make it look like he face fucked a hooker with every disease on the planet <laughs> he just falls the fuck apart and then the best part about it the best part because this to me came out of literally nowhere at about the, the mar- end of the, the movie Martha, the Martha scene yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. Your, your like, foster, oh no your foster's
3: mom is martha too like legitimately it was like two <laughs> minutes left of the movie i mean they like hinted at it throughout the movie but i'm like that wasn't ever a plot point in the first movie like his character turned in the first in the second movie i should say was already like absurdly fast to me like he's just like yeah. this super dreamy easy on the eyes mr boss Who, you know, maybe has a thing for Anastasia, and then all of a sudden is like, you're going to fuck me, and she knees him in the balls, and then he starts doing meth. (laughs) Boom. And now all of a sudden, he's your foster brother. So here's my question.
2: Maybe you guys can answer this. Again, it would
3: be be nice to have someone
2: who read the book who could be like, yes, this is in the book, but what was this guy's plan? So... He was his foster brother. He was pissed off that he wasn't adopted, and Christian Gray was. And his long game was to, at some point, start working at this publishing company <laughs> that Christian Gray's <laughs> girlfriend was was working at. Sex. Try to sexually <gasps> assault her, and then like, fuck with his helicopter. I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, that's that's the funny part of this movie is like. Unless you totally turn your brain off, you're going to be inside your
3: head being like, What the fuck
2: happened? What is this? How did he mess that, with the that's helicopter? That's exactly where I was. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I was like, When was any of this established <laughs> in the last movie that he was in? Like, he was just like super dreamy, and then all of a sudden knee to the dick and then all of a sudden he's like out for vengeance (laughs) well no because in the second
2: so in the second movie he sexually assaulted her and then he was fired and then he randomly showed up at their fucking costume party and took a picture of their family photo and then at the end of the second movie like burned the family photo of christian's face i'm just like what is going on and so when this all came out in the third (laughs) one i'm like i like had to back time i'm like so what was his plan? When did this all start? Like years ago. <laughs> so, it was a so long like, con. Like I could understand like trying to kill him but like getting a job at his girlfriend's publishing company? Like he just happened. To-
1: no, because he was already at the publishing. Because he had risen, risen, uh, risen in the ranks. He was an editor at that point. She worked for him. Yeah. So yeah. So this was a really long con. But here's my question about Christian. How do you not know that this is your foster <laughs> brother? Like, Chrissy,
2: He was seven years old. He doesn't remember that far.
1: <laughs> I have do you no memories.
2: The, the, at the end, where they're showing I the was picture too young. of him. Just- <laughs> too young. I was like. Dude, you look pretty old, that picture. What's going on? (laughs) I know. I was like, does our
1: daughter not have any memories? Like, is this going to be where we find out when she's older? I don't know anything that happened before the age of nine.
3: (laughs) So, yeah. Brooklyn's going to turn 10 and she's going to be like, who are you
2: guys?
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically. She's not going to remember Camden's her brother.
3: (laughs) We have the same foster mom. (laughs) It's a miracle. and, And just to put this out there, just because this is one of those things that movies do. There's no way, no way in the world that we live in that super dreamy Mr. Boss in the second movie is not fucking any woman he wants and cash in paychecks as large as he wants because he's like the most sexy man on the planet. (laughs) Like, wait, wait, I get it. Fine. (laughs) I'm saying he's going, Justin. Uh, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, like this whole vengeance. Number one, the whole vengeance plot of his comes out of nowhere, like legitimately comes out of nowhere. And then, like, <laughs> what what is it about his life that is such a failure? Like, like, okay, I yes. get it. You didn't get to become Christian Gray. Wh- but, you but ruined
1: like, my life. He just says that over and over again.
3: You owe me a life.
1: <laughs> yes, you owe me a life.
2: So, like I so don't- are we? Are we to assume again? Didn't read the books. That his mom, so Christian Gray's mom died, and then he saw Marsha Gay Harden at the hospital, but then he went to foster home, and then Marsha Gay Harden's like, Oh, remember that kid? I'm going to adopt him. And then Jack Hyde is like, No, me, me, me. And she's like, Not you, Christian. And then it so totally, like there was a schism that fuck. Ja- ja- what we needed Jack was we out. needed
3: a scene of like a DH digitally, Marsha Gay Harden at the orphanage and like Jack Hyde being like, Please pick me, pick me, and she just straight up punts him in the dick and is like, You'll never be anything. Except for you know an editor in a magazine and super good looking but was, hey other than that was
2: jack high like <laughs> super older than christian in that photo because he surely remembers this yeah. but Christian remembers nothing that's, that's exactly Not what even i was thinking name or anything that's literally Where are the rest what I was of these thinking.
3: foster kids that were in that photo like why didn't he form like a collaboration of all the foster kids that were pissed off that they didn't get to become christian gray like he could have this- had a whole fucking army <laughs>
2: This is oh my god this is totally like unbreakable man like <laughs> he's like Mr. Glass there's there's totally a lot of other Mr. Glasses out there that are t- are like going to try to kill them as they go uh. on like they got kids now <laughs> like it's 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 gonna get worse and worse oh my God. this is this is like the fast no. and the furious city like the fast and the furious series like the first couple were like actual car movies and then they turned into superhero movies as it go- goes on we gotta get the rock in on this man there's gotta be more fitz <laughs> chase movies like jack Hyde comes back he's still alive guys he's still alive he's his own <laughs> franchise <laughs> Uh, uh, as long uh, as they
3: could get him off of math man i think he'll be all right was he are we supposed to assume he was on math because that's what i said i was like what is I up with his eyes out. in that last scene like i i just don't know like he, yeah you're right like he's got sores and shit all over his face and like he just legit looks like he's like i said he's been fucking a hooker he's with like, every disease he's like chris El- he's like
2: chris elliott at the end of there's something about mary <laughs> like, i'm sorry
3: mary you just
2: really get to me <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. sorry, Christian. Don't you remember our foster mom, blah blah blah. No, I man, I don't remember anything he's, before the age of seven. He's, dude. he's like wiping himself with hundred dollars he's like hundred dollars <laughs> bills and stuff. Uh. So wait, oh, oh going down this
1: memory path. If Christian doesn't remember anything like prior to the age of like seven, why the fuck is he so mad at his mom and his birth mom? He like doesn't remember. So I don't understand.
2: Yeah, his mom died before that, right? Yes. So... I don't know. There's a
3: lot of there's a lot of holes in his story. I mean, he (laughs) is a sadistic douchebag. There's a lot of holes in the story of this. Like, there's a lot of just random stuff like that. Like, yes, you know, that's just thrown into the movie. Like, like, why does random plot points?
2: Why does he buy? Like, they get married and like he's got the most money of all time, but he buys her like a charm bracelet in this movie. Yes,
1: in the (laughs) montage that Nick loves. He's like,
2: he's like, I got you a, a. uh, there's an Eiffel Tower charm for and, your a, charm plane. <laughs> oh, and my a plane God. because I own an airline did you remember <laughs> that I know you're surprised I have a plane in this airline apparently again she, she might not be the smartest one in the book. I think it's safe oh, to, to say that the oh. Fifty
1: Shades movie is full of holes that get sometimes filled and sometimes not
2: there was less You said that <laughs> you insinuated earlier, Chrissy, that there was less sex in this one. There's less no more no, sex. No, more sex. No, there's less sex in this
1: one. No, no, no. It all stops when this she gets one... pregnant because you God forbid you see a pregnant woman be sexual. <laughs> That's out.
3: I you know, love how that happened. We gotta talk about his reaction to her getting pregnant oh because my God. holy shit.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: Wow. I bet like like first of all, like the way, and this is throughout all three of the movies. Like this is just one of those things that goes through all three of the movies. But the way that he reacts toward first of all the idea, like she's talking about wanting to have children, and then when he finds out she's pregnant and everything, is this whole like ownership of her, where like I want you all to myself. I can't share you with anyone. Like, Jesus Christ, and then like he like legitimately like loses his shit. Yep. He just straight up loses his shit. Like, be, be, and she married him. Like, This is all normal to her. This is all like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is super fine. No problem. Now go put some Benoit balls in my ass. Let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't put Benoit balls in your ass if you're pregnant. Damn it. Why did you do this? This baby's
1: ruining my life.
2: This <laughs> do you think he's a sex addict? He's got to be a sex addict, right? I mean, uh, of course. <gasps> Oh. Yes, but yeah, you you guys want to guess what my favorite scene in this movie is? Huh. It's actually a sex scene. That's what I was leading up to. Oh yeah, s- s- is this is the ice cream there's, scene. There's, it's
0: ice cream scene.
2: <laughs> 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 we were laughing. So usually
0: <laughs> in the series,
2: I am not laughing during the sex scenes. I'm just like.
0: Uncomfortable. Okay, (laughs) Uh, I'm
2: like like Nick next to the senior citizens viewing. (laughs) Okay, right. But during this ice cream scene where they're in Aspen and like (laughs) rubbing ice cream all over each other, including her rubbing ice cream all over his like
3: long ass pubes, or like so
1: gross. By the way, I was like, like, this is disgusting.
3: (laughs) You got you got a nice shot of the tuft in in the movie. Nice shot of the tuft, because that's contractually all that Jamie Dornan will show on camera. We almost there was a shower scene in the third one.
2: When I I was like, it's going to happen now. Like they're really they're going to men off like this. They're going to be... <laughs> they are going to. They're going to go and girl this. Like, I know. Gonna, like or Kevin Bacon and
3: Wild Things. Like I don't know. So close. So close.
2: And yet so far. I can't believe
3: you, you know my favorite part of the ice cream scene is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That it takes place, it takes place at the little like ski chalet in Aspen. And this is where the $24,000 comes back from the second movie. Cause in the second movie, she bids on that, that package in the second movie. And then she says in the second movie, she's like, at least it'll go to someone who can do some good with it, like implying that she's gonna like give it away to someone. And then in the third movie, they're like, "Yeah, you've been on this trip anyway. We might as well make some use of it." <laughs> they all go to Aspen. Like <laughs> this motherfucker can't just afford to go to Aspen anyway. <laughs> like, no, he
1: blew it all on the airline. That was fucking.
3: <laughs> let that one ask... private jet set him back.
2: Let me ask you about it. We were talking about his dumbass brother earlier. In oh my god, the out of the blue, yes. he proposes to his like pseudo girlfriend. You think he's like cheating on her? I, I thought they had broken up, and they're at this club. Like, it's like banging in the club. He's like gets down on one D. I'm like, what is this dude I doing? I can't even
3: I can't even keep track of what the hell is going on with the major <laughs> characters in these Falcon films, let alone the ancillary characters that you only see once every five or six sex scenes. Oh like God, so I true. can't keep track of all that. I've seen way too much Dakota Johnson City and way too much <laughs> Jamie Dornan like Tough. top mound. <laughs> tuft. tuft tuft. milkshake
2: tuft He's got all the vanilla ice cream all over. She's it's like licking so it up. It's gross. It's <laughs> gross. What Ooh. was your favorite sex scene in the third one, Chrissy? Oh
1: God, I have to have a favorite sex scene. All of it was, them. It was the butt. It was the butt plug <laughs> one. We
2: we already talked about Chrissy's love of the butt plug one. Uh... That one was like kind of like. I was like, whoa, this is really going there.
1: No, my favorite one was the one that didn't happen. It was at the very end when she like laid out his dominating jeans. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> okay. Oh. Now that we're at the end, I want to ask you this, Nick. Because I don't remember the last time I went to a movie, and I did not understand what <laughs> happened in the last like 30 seconds. <laughs> we had to Google... Like I looked at Chrissy when the last line of this movie happened, and I'm like, "What, what did he say? What the fuck did he say?" <laughs> uh, and like, I, I did not know what the last line of the movie was. So I was like, "Am I deaf? Did I go deaf? <laughs> Am I dumb? Like, like, did this really?" What my, happened? Do I have Goop Gwyneth Paltrow brain all of a sudden? <laughs> did you understand the last line? Like Chrissy said, like she set out his his jeans. <laughs> like I didn't know what that meant. We had to Google that too. Set out the jeans, and then he comes in the room, the red room. Come to the red room, and she's like all like ready to go. And he says this thing, and I think it was a bad audio mix. Of course, it was probably like, "What are you
0: waiting for?"
2: <laughs> like you're you're more listening to the soundtrack. But I was like, "This is the last line of the movie. You should understand what's going on." Did you understand what was going
3: on or what I, he said? And I don't even remember what it was because I was. <laughs>
2: I was at You were up. You were already
3: gone at the end door. of this long journey with this film, and I was just like, "Please, God, just let it be over." And I'm going to agree with Chrissy; that was my favorite sex scene in the movie too, because they close the door and then the movie ends. I'm like, "Thank God!" Because at first, I'm like, "Oh, great, they're going to subject us to one more fucking sex scene before they finally put us out of our misery," and they close the door. I'm like, "Thank you, Lord. There's a God somewhere. Thank you. There's there's
2: nothing <laughs> sexier than smash cut from her saying." No, I didn't have a m- miscarriage. We still have the baby to like him violently fucking her Seriously. in the red room. Well, like, you know
1: they purposely shot it for, like from the back, like oh, we don't want to like you know, ooh, pregnant did it. I thought
3: but, it was gonna get really like crazy. Uh, like, how'd you guys like the like the the flashback montage at the end of the movie where they're showing all the scenes yes. from the first two movies too? Like, I'm just like. Like what she remember in like the last six weeks of her life? Like what's <laughs> happening right now? Is this American Beauty? Is he is he about to kill her? And she's like remembering all the good times
2: before he <laughs> mercifully like Lenny from uh, My and Man like just chokes her to death.
1: And then thirty seconds later, they're the perfect American family with this a makes small all little sense. boy. We knew he
2: was crazy from the beginning. Oh my God. We thought Jack was the crazy one. So the last no.
1: so the last line that she...
2: <laughs> my name is Christian Jekyll. We went to the oh same foster home as, as Jack Hyde.
1: <laughs> Jekyll.
2: Funny, ha-ha. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Justin,
1: the last line of the movie is, you're topping the bottom, Mrs. Gray, but I'll allow it.
2: What kind of <laughs> Mad Libs type shit is that? <laughs> you shouldn't be confused about what the fuck is said your last line of the movie. <laughs>
1: So when we looked it up, for anybody who's listening to this, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? Apparently, it's an S&M term that when the submissive becomes more dominant or tries to pull a dominance thing, that's what it is. They're topping the bottom. I'm so- super
3: glad they made that really accessible for anybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: So by putting out, and by the way, the jeans wasn't a mistake. They're literally called his dominating jeans. I guess that's what he wears when he is in charge. Mm.
2: Can I? I mean, <laughs> Valentine's Day's coming up. Chrissy, did you see what? What was the
3: brand on those dominating jeans?
1: Seven for all mankind.
3: He oh, says, "Like he doesn't already own a pair." Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm put my dominating <laughs> jeans.
1: So on she here. lays it all out, and then she. Oh, by the way, did this other thing that I know she braided her hair because earlier there's a throwaway line where she's like, "Why do you always braid my hair?" And like he never <laughs> responds. So she braids her hair, lays out the dominating jeans, and I guess that's her taking the lead on this, and that's why he says you're topping Yo, about the bottom. How about that
3: haircut scene, though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I, I came that- up with like one word summary of all three of these films like when I, and i came up with it when i was watching that hair cutting scene gratuitous and it's not Ooh. just the sex scenes you can take the sex scenes out of the equation but there's just other scenes in this film that the camera is just like like legitimately she may as well be just shoving that little sprayer thing up his ass yeah like just oh let me wash that hair like what <laughs> number one why is it everything that you two do makes you want to fuck each other number one legitimately everything and then take off (sighs) your panties shut (laughs) up man i'm trying to eat my dinner
2: (laughs) (laughs) chill out dude take off your panties are you trying
1: to cook yes (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, love that he, I love that he's a terrible cook. Like,
1: he, <laughs> yeah, right. He, he's
3: he's a bad actor. and a I mean, terrible he's cook. already like he he's an amazing stunt driver. He can fly a helicopter. He can probably fly a plane and all the other fucking different shit they show him doing in these movies. So he's got to have a weakness somewhere. <laughs> he,
2: if if someone comes at at him with a gun, he like uses the force and then like pats her on the head and says, "Leave the room, please." And then he murders her <laughs> apparently because i think he
3: murdered that girl right (laughs) you never see her
2: again he says she's in the crazy house never ever see
3: he just sends his bodyguard upstairs to deal with her or whatever well like
1: mean mean, those very capable bodyguards who were so good at their jobs they always like (laughs) lost the target lost her really
2: pissed at him for that and i'm like okay she didn't shoot
3: you in the face you should be
2: appreciative like whatever whatever it takes like
3: if you're under this kind of danger, right, and, and you've got to have security with you at all times to make sure that you're safe, when you bring her home, like after they go to the bar in this movie, when she meets her friend and then they get back home, you got a case whatever, the joint. You got a case. He the joint. just literally, yeah, case the joint. Like walk around and check the place. Nope. He legit walks in and then she just wanders off throughout the house to fucking wherever. Like, is this place some kind of, like, impenetrable fortress that no one could ever possibly get into? What's the... Like, what's clearly the guy's not, th- because <laughs> this meth addict with a fucking butcher knife can get in. So,
1: And she doesn't even know that the lights don't work. She's like, oh, look at that.
3: Well, dude,
2: he nah. also is, like, some super mission impossible computer engineer, because he breaks into <laughs> there and yes. f- plants a bomb. That's why, when he turns into, like... You're right. When he turns into, like, you know, herpes guy at the end, I'm like, man... He really, like, he, he spanned the whole gamut of of character.
1: Justin, he graduated summa cum laude. Smart guy. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: what was that? Like, Princeton. Yeah, he went to, like, an Ivy League school and shit. Oh. Oh,
1: my God. We're so bouncing around. But this is, guys, if you are listening to this podcast, and for whatever reason you didn't watch the movie, you just wanted to hear us, like, this is how crazy it actually is. Like, it doesn't Spoiler even matter alert, that we're bouncing around. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just I, a bit. I think so. Like I said, my favorite of the series. I think it's unintentionally hilarious throughout. Agreed. I think it's real.
3: It's more campy than the other two. Um, I, I think, think they it's, get it's, more, it's, more unintentionally funny as they go on. Quite frankly, and like I said, I think I have to give it to this one as well because it's it's mercifully like forty short. minutes shorter than the last one. Yes. It's pretty brisk, especially like like part two is just a slog to get through like i was doing like last night i'm like doing like stickers we're giving away stickers over in our fan group and shit i'm doing all these different things with websites and stuff and i'm looking up and i'm like they're still fucking this is still (laughs) happening this movie is still happening like that's 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 the way that these movies are though is like on and on and on so yeah part part three is mercifully much shorter it's much. It's <laughs> much, much shorter, shorter, but
2: like it seems like more stuff happens in the third one. Right. Where the, like we just like said, a the car second chase. One, there's not a lot of stuff that happens in the second one. There's <laughs> that car a chase. A lot of sex. <laughs> You know, oh, the car chase.
1: We didn't even discuss how she like jumps his bones in the parking lot in broad daylight right after the car chase, too. Like, they're trying to lose a potential murderer, or stalker, or whatever. And she's like, hold, please. And like, just climbs aboard. And it was the most awkward, borderline showgirls sort of thrust. I was down for I've that.
2: I was seen. like, yes, this is great. Because Fast and Furious Justin Showgirls. Justin was like, I, I
3: wish they were in a pool right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. If I could just watch.
2: This third third one, you know, with a bunch of people and laugh and drink and stuff. I'd like, be down. I don't Let's have do to that. watch the first two, you know. Just this third one, um, and it would satisfy me. So I would that's why I would give this one probably more of like the, the C C minus C C range. So. I think it might go straight C to I, a
1: straight C. Yeah
2: I, yeah, I gave the the second one a C so um, I guess we're seeing it in the theater because it's crazy and you'll laugh. It's the best comedy of 2018. Guys. <laughs> Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades Freed. Go see it. It's made a lot of money so far. So some I mean, some people are true. seeing it. Yeah, we we need laughter. There's so much darkness or in our life something. <laughs> what what grade
3: would you give it? You gave the last one what an F plus, Nicholas. I think I would. I think I would probably. I'll stick a D plus on it. Ooh. I'll stick a D plus on it. It was, it wow. was like, yeah. Would you, would you cut the runtime down by that much? And you're right. They just, I think they had quote plot points unquote that they had to finally wrap up. So they were like, okay, we can't shove another sex scene in here. We actually have to do something. And that this film had more moments like that.
1: True.
2: Nice. And like I said, there's a a final line that's unintelligible. But then they have. <laughs> Then they have kids and it's happy and you know.
1: I'm like, did they convert the red room into a kids' bedroom or something?
2: Like, they could totally do uh, another one with like Jack Hyde returns and he's like. Do you know what the best? <laughs> he's like, he's like Jeff Goldblum fly like he's like. <laughs> oh, God, <his> skin's falling <laughs> off. And stuff.
0: What happened, man? This is my
1: favorite part, by the way. This wasn't. You a- won't be
2: alive.
1: <laughs> oh. So when they... Oh my God! He's
2: like Grant, Grant.
1: (laughs) Oh no, we're back to Grant, Grant. Oh Jesus! So wait. So when he when he is subdued in the room after the butcher knife, and they're like restrain him, and the stupid bodyguards like I don't have any restraints. God, they're the fucking
2: dumbest bodyguards.
1: (laughs) And she's like,
0: We We, do. We've got tons of restraints.
2: (laughs) How do you want me to restrain him? (laughs) Oh my God! I just thought of another people bad their job in this movie. The investigators. Remember the investigators, they like investigate stuff and they come back and they're like, so we found Jack Hyde's LinkedIn page. Here's his favorite color. I'm like, you've done nothing. And you is, are terrible. And
1: it doesn't matter to Jamie Dornan because he's like, I want to know his shoe size. <laughs>
2: Oh man! I mean, it's like satire at some point. I'm like, (laughs) nothing is getting done. Like, like that's why the the curveball of her not calling the police or anything when she's like stuck in this jack eyed pot. I'm like, okay, I can understand because everybody's fucking terrible. Like, (laughs) they're not going to help you at all. So basically true. Whatever.
3: Whatever. I do love how incredibly easy she's able to give (laughs) old Sawyer the slip to escape. The house. Can you meet me in the library, please? It's so absurdly easy. Like I mean, <laughs> she may as well have like I like he's he's like a stormtrooper kind of like, you know, you could just like throw a rock across the room and he'd hear it <laughs> land and go run over there and you can just walk right behind him. <laughs> yes.
2: How did you how, how did she move 5 5 million dollars in cash, guys? Like in
1: a duffel bag, clearly.
2: One duffel bag. Yes. <laughs> There had to be at least 20 duffel bags She was having $5 million in cash.
1: And they were like, let us help you out. And she's like, I've got it.
2: <laughs> can, I use I your like, can I use your emergency exit?" He's like, well, we made it. Oh, oh, okay.
1: Can I have your phone, too?
2: <laughs> this movie, man.
3: Oh, <laughs> Shows geez. up with the checkbook.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. So funny. It, it was fun. It was good times. I'm, I'm glad... The, the climax was funnier than I thought it would be. <laughs> we were talking about would you rather laugh, be laughed at every time you had sex or cry, laughed at, and, sure. and, and watch Fifty Shades Freed at the same time? So, oh my lord. <laughs> uh, this has been real. This has been real. Nicholas, <laughs> love me like you do. Love, love, love me like you do. <laughs> You you know well that you should never sing on someone else's podcast because then that singing could be clipped off and used against <laughs> you for eternity, never ending
3: eternity. So legitimately, and it, I haven't I I haven't actually played with the it must have been love sound drop in, in quite a while. Unfortunately, nice. I still have it. I mean, obviously, I still have it.
0: <laughs> Clearly, in my
2: personal collection. We are in the same foster. <laughs> foster home together so um nick well if if no one is not listening to nick you should because he's awesome uh but if people are listening and want to find you nick where can they find you on the interweb sir
3: in the podfix network where we can also find so i married a movie geek (gasps) what
0: same club
3: yes oh, we're the same network I mean, together we're also at epicfilmguys.com just search for epic film guys you can and will find us and if you love food and you don't feel like listening to people talk about movies and you want to hear somebody talk about how much they love food on a completely clean show which is really really interesting considering the epic film guys has basically just devolved into me pushing a button that talks about sucking dicks like 20 times a show now <laughs> <laughs> It's um, the restaurant podcast. Search for that and uh, you'll, uh, yeah, I, I love to talk about food too. So I do that. I do all sorts of stuff. But check out the Podfix Network because it's not just myself, it's not just Justin Winters and Chrissy, but it's also all these other amazing shows.
2: Shout out Podfix. Love to be a part of.
3: And uh, we love you, Godfix. We love you. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to get the plug in here because he'll show up at my house one of these days. <laughs> And after all the bro hugs are done, he'll break my fucking skull. (laughs) Chris is a big teddy bear. We love him. We
1: adore him.
2: Uh, But I was going to say, definitely check out the restaurant podcast. It is a great podcast where uh, every now and then we get to send Nick to terrible (laughs) chain restaurants. So, Chrissy, we've, we've successfully sent him to Outback. And and uh, Apple and bees. the bees, Chrissy's oh, favorite. Oh no, Applebee's so not far. Applebee's.
1: I went to the
3: bees.
1: Oh Lord, help I, you! I'm
3: I'm anxiously awaiting your next chain restaurant episode. I'm so upset that they did the Dollar Bahama Mamas this <laughs> month, and they didn't have them when we went. It was like no. Oh no! Oh Bahama. <laughs> May Mamas. May I suggest
1: you upgrade to the Cheesecake Factory?
3: Ooh. Uh. They're
1: like 18 page menu. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god! It's like. <laughs> a bible <laughs> when's the last time you made this pork meal 2012 <laughs> um but other than that of
2: course check out epic film guys shout out to your the other justin your other justin i sucked the dick last night <laughs>
3: <laughs> that guy uh shout out to him but uh i promised i'd be nice i promised myself i'd be nice to you with the soundboard tonight but i had to you know Whenever you talk about Justin, that's just what that's just what happens.
1: <laughs> it's like his calling card.
2: Uh, but thank you, thank you, Nick, for joining us. It was oh, I love you was, guys. It was sexy. We love you. It was, things got moist at times. Enough with, with moist.
1: No more moist. Really Christie's posters moist. in
3: her room definitely got They're- moist. <laughs> 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 meet, meet me in the red room, Nick. Meet me in the red room. I yes. mean, I'm I'm a pretty
1: lucky girl. Valentine's Day. I've got two guys here. Like, yeah, thumbs up. We're Whoa.
2: good. Oh. Nick's no, Jack Hyde, to Nick's Jack Hyde though He's got like the redness all over his eyes already And
1: all Justin has to do is like brush his hand Near me somewhere and I'll be like Oh my god
3: oh. <laughs> I just assumed all that stuff got cut out Of the podcast like Because you guys are like sitting on a couch together And whatnot. so I just assume that there's just At some point it's just like Oop that was your leg <laughs> <laughs> Here's, here's a six a six sense like
2: ending for you. a spoiler surprise. we're on the bed, Nick <gasps> We've been on the Ooh. bed the whole time
3: Let <laughs> <Da, da, da. laughs> <laughs> we flash back to like all the points in time during the episode when bed noises could be heard.
1: <laughs> it wasn't any louder than that wine pole.
3: <sighs> Yo, that <laughs> I'm telling you that wine pole. holy mother of god that (laughs) wine pole oh man of all the moments in the series that i have ragged on and hated and shit on probably it's probably actually between that and still i was listening back when justin and i talked about the first one and the lighting in the contract scene in the in the first movie is so terrible it's so bathed in like this blinding orange light that you legitimately can't make out anything that's going on in the scene Oh. Um,
2: and you also can't read the contract. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> it says here that I can tipple your foodish. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, that means something totally different. What is you this about the
1: topping the bottom? I don't know what that means, but do I sign? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. oh, oh, man. I um, love you guys.
3: Thank you for having you. me. It's, I love you, man. It's a blast. I just, I finally finished catching up on your show today. I got to finish up the. 2017 movie draft i hadn't listened to that one yet and i hadn't listened to tusk uh, tusk, tusk sounds like it was a treat for you guys it and then was savage hour the the, the, the the savage Podcast. we found out that chrissy has no
2: idea who randy the macho man savage is i don't uh i see i see some wrestling movies in our future he wrestled chrissy. hulk hogan oh, a no. lot <laughs> <laughs>
3: full I'll circle say. baby full circle nick's like there was a lot of wrestling in these 50 shades movies.
1: i mean <laughs> sort of
3: <laughs> dan brennick dan Brannick is going to hear me talk about that wrestling reference and he's going to love me for it <laughs> chrissy where can you find our, our podcast online
1: i mean we're at a point where we're so saturated you could google us and find us anywhere but you can find us on all social media channels we're, so we're already,
3: in, you your that the, we're that already in your house we're already in your house moist with references to you <laughs> your bodyguard
2: has brought you home and we're already in your house sneaking up on you we're like, don't
1: think about anything so I made a movie geek. it's totally normal we're right we're, behind you with a butcher knife we're
2: in your no, boyfriend's foster good. home
1: <laughs> we're in that old picture that you're gonna find in your attic <laughs> but we're on all social media networks as at movie geek cast we're also on Podbean uh and what's the other one that we do so, oh the new one spotify
2: we're on spotify yay spotify
1: with Nick,
3: we're on Spotify. Yeah.
1: And Apple Podcasts.
3: Um, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm going to be on Spotify for the first time. I think to, with this episode.
0: Woo. I, don't think we're
1: on, I still. I still don't
3: think we're on Spotify. I think we're still under review. We're. <laughs> breaking
1: Nick's cherry as far as Spotify is concerned. Oh, there we go. I know.
3: There we go, man. I will sign the contract, you guys, and we will be married within the month.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, winners, uh, let's get
3: to that red room. <laughs>
1: This is amazing.
3: Uh, oh. I want to take it slow. No, never mind. Let's fuck.
0: <laughs>
1: I just that's these
3: to... movies in a nutshell. Legitimately. You, you no, know, you know you're know you like Link a super
2: old married dude where like the Aspen bath scene, you're like, that's amazing. <laughs> he I, was can so really, <laughs> I can't really turn on. I'm like, that's a huge bathtub. But look at the <laughs> view. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene. Tu- it's like that scene touched me like. like. Oh, like it was really quick. I'm like, oh, this is good. Um, speaking speaking of good, uh, next week, guys, on the podcast is a huge one because we have our last regular episode in our '90s draft. We are doing 1996 next week, mm-hmm. which is huge because that would that will fulfill the last uh, person in our tournament, which starts uh, in March for March Madness. Chrissy's coming back. I am. To go for the championship, the 90s tournament championship. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, I'll be back for 97. So that'll be good.
2: That's a good year. That's coming in March, 97 and 98.
3: I wonder what movie Chrissy's going to take for (laughs)
2: 1997. (laughs) Everyone keeps saying this. In
3: 1997. She
2: might. might, Uh, might Best for the the past. might not have the first pick. (laughs) We don't know how it's (laughs) going to go down. We don't.
1: We don't. You better somebody get else, that list. Somebody else might get blast from Shar- the past. Sharpen that list. Then what?
2: Britton Fraser. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's happening next week. So uh, please stick around and listen. And uh, again, thanks, Nick.
1: Yay, Nick.
3: Yep. I love you guys.
1: We love you.
2: See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
3: This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfitsnetwork.gov.